it is it, that is a remarkable, remarkable podcast. One of the fright, most frightening podcasts I think we've ever done. And once you listen to it, you'll really understand why. All right. First, our sponsor, it's Keeps. Keeps.com slash Glenn. If you've been losing your hair, man, uh, I mean, I look at my hair. I mean, I look like, uh, I look like, I don't know, like uh, somebody who's been in chemotherapy for a while and it's really not going well. Uh, when you start to lose your hair, it freaks guys out. And I don't think women understand it, but it freaks you out. You don't have to worry about it. There are drugs out there that can actually really, really help you. Uh, right now, uh, Keeps is offering a generic version of these two approved hair products. Uh, they are FDA approved hair treatments to help control your DHT. You don't have to go to a doctor and everything else. A doctor will come to you on the phone. You'll have a licensed doctor review your information. You take a few snaps of your hair, blah, blah, blah. He'll find the right treatment for you all from your home. Just go to keeps, K E E P S dot com slash Glenn. Keeps dot com slash Glenn. Get your free online doctor consult and your first month of hair treatments for free. It's keeps.com slash Glenn. I, I could do a six-hour show today. We have so much to talk about. Um, and I, uh, we, we have John Solomon on today. The reason why he w- didn't make it yesterday is very clear today. There is a new article out um, that does not bode well for Joe Biden and the Democrats. And I really want to go over my theory uh, that you need to know uh, and also this article. Mm, yeah, that sounds interesting. What else is on? Bill O'Reilly. Uh, Bill O'Reilly is on. Yeah, is there anything I, else? I want to. I want to kind of start with the things that the stories that we really haven't talked about. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great. What else what is, uh, is on today's show? Anything else you can think of? Oh, I know. Your sister's on today. She's got a new book out. It tells all. No these... one told me this. No one told. I know they were you trying didn't know to she book had a new book. Yeah. I knew she was, and I knew everybody was trying to book her. But today's not a good day. Oh, oh you you want to cancel? Is this cancel culture on your own sister? Is that what we're doing right now? I mean, she's booked for the interview. You're trying to cancel your own sister. Pathetic. Because you are just going to use my sister. You and Pat are so excited about this. You're just going to use my sister. I don't know what you're talking uh-huh. about. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. Uh, all that and so much more coming up. This is the Glenbeck program. I'm trying to get her to say something stupid about me hmm. or accurate she won't she okay. won't or she better anyway uh it's uh five minutes after the hammer has fallen you're standing there starting to fully realize what the world just came crashing down around you the thing that you see happen to other people that thing uh you know the thing that i and others have warned about it's finally happened to you somebody came along and stole your identity and in the process they took your dignity your credibility they took everything now imagine for a moment that this doesn't have to happen, and you don't have to imagine it. All you have to do is take one step. Get LifeLock. 
LifeLock works around the clock to make sure your data is safe as possible. It ensures that if there is a threat, you're made aware of it as soon as possible. And if there is a problem, a U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Nobody can prevent all identity theft or monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock can see the threats that you might miss on your own. If you act now for a limited time, get 30% off your first year with the promo code BECK. Call 800-LIFELOCK, 800-LIFELOCK, or go to lifelock.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 30 Thirty percent. That's I've I've done this LifeLock commercial for what a decade or so. I've never seen them offer thirty percent off. Mm. Offer expires October sixth. Don't wait. Join LifeLock.com right now. I want to get into the John Solomon article, but I first, I want to address something that I think, at least I am feeling, and I think others may be as well. There is a tremendous amount of things to be worried about. And if you are, if you are paying attention, it is a little overwhelming. We are seeing and hearing a tremendous amount of stories all coming at us at the same time. Let me just give you Just a few of the things that have happened just in the last couple of days. The two most powerful and influential Western democracies in the history of the world are both experiencing nothing short of political coups to remove their democratically elected uh, leaders from office. The U.S. US House of Representatives, led by Nancy Pelosi, a formal impeachment inquiry of President Donald Trump, allegedly, And for allegedly, I think, doing his job. At the same time, we haven't been paying attention to what's happening in the UK. The Supreme Court has just ruled that Prime Minister Boris Johnson violated their constitution by suspending Parliament for five weeks. A move designed to force the Prime Minister to, to resign from office and to further the delay on Brexit. The global economy is swinging dramatically towards a financial crash and recession, with six of the G7 nations now issuing negative yielding government bonds. In other words, you can invest in those countries, but you're going to get less than you put in when they give you your money back. Also, the EU is launching quantitative easing to the tune of $20 billion a month, just pumping cash into the European banking sector. European banks are in trouble, but how about the U.S. banks? We found out yesterday that they currently are requiring $160 billion of cash every single night from the Fed just to meet their cash reserve requirements and operating expenses. This is basically a day loan enabling them to borrow from Peter to pay Paul via freshly printed cash from the Federal Reserve. Same time, Saudi Arabia, world's leading net supplier of fuel, of oil and natural gas, suffered serious military attack just a week ago. 50% of their energy production capabilities gone. The attacks seems to be sponsored by the hardline Islamist fascists within Iran, the world's leading sponsor of global terrorism. We haven't even talked about Iran for the last few days because we've been so busy with a coup happening here. Global banks representing more than $110 trillion in total cash and investment value recently signed on the U.N.-backed initiative committing to the so-called environmentally responsible carbon-neutral investment policies 
pledging not to provide any lending, banking, or investment services to companies that don't meet the new Green Deal-type zero-emission standards. This move will dramatically hamper any kind of energy production, any kind of mining, forestry, farming, ranching, all around the world, including an estimated $12 trillion in GPS loss to us alone over the next 10 years. Google announced they're walking through the quantum computing door. That dramatically will accelerate the capabilities of true artificial intelligence, moving us forward towards the possibility of a singularity-type event when computers will become self-aware and begin acting independently from their human programmers. Quietly, the latest financial stability report provided by the Federal Reserve to Congress in it was the fact that the U.S. student loan default rates have soared to almost 10% of all federal loans, and they're now in default. Over 27% of the loans are delinquent, meaning the least, in the least that 30 days late in making these payments. However, both of these numbers are higher and worse than they were in the Great Depression. I could go on. Bernie and Elizabeth Warren's wealth tax, Beto and Warren's gun confiscation, Yang's universal basic income, AOC's Green New Deal, the fact that 65% of all Democrats now embrace socialism. There is so much chaos in the world. There is so much flux. There are crisis situations. We're inundated with these things every single day. How are we expected to make through this? How are we supposed to, to make it? How are you supposed to deal with it? How are you supposed to be able to do your everyday and worry about all of that stuff? Well, I'm going to say something very counterintuitive. None of this matters. Don't get me wrong. It does matter because truth matters, justice matters, right and wrong matters. But the chaos is not in control. The chaos is the noise. And the chaos only matters if we join in to the chaos and help create more chaos by us freaking out. What if I told you we know exactly how to deal with this? Because we have the model. We know exactly what to do. We know what to do as Americans. We know that Americans in the ends are the ones that stand up and save the world. We know what to do as conservatives and libertarians. We know what to do as a Glenn Beck radio audience or a Blaze TV audience. We know what to do as rational, principled, and virtuous people. We know what to do because we've been here before. Yeah, the names and the faces and some of the problems were different. The supposed crisis is different. The alleged consequences might have been different. But the principles are the same. Our experience on Earth is one of a recurring theme of original principles versus contextual choices. Each of us either choose to live by the principles of nature. Whether you believe the natural world was created by God or not, 
There are natural rules. The natural world exists, and we exist in it. The natural world, including mankind, is governed by laws that supersede our feelings, our hopes, our wishes, our fears. If we just follow those laws and align our values to those eternal natural laws, we will find success and happiness. If we deny man's nature and our place in nature, if we continue to violate the laws of nature, we are only going to find failure and misery. It doesn't matter what the crisis is. It doesn't matter who the bad guys are this time around. If we live to the true principles that we all have always known were true and correct, then virtue will prevail. What happened to innocent before proven guilty? Trump may be guilty of a lot. He may be guilty of being a jerk. He may be a bad actor. He may have orange skin. He's definitely guilty of having weird-ass hair. But when we're dealing with the highest office in the land... How is it that guilty until proven innocent has taken over our national mentality? That's the highest. If, the, if this guy is guilty before being proven innocent, what do you think happens to you or your children when they grow up? What message are we sending to our sons and daughters? What message are we sending to the nations of the earth who look towards us as an example of truth and justice and freedom and liberty. Yeah, I know, the, the political people, they don't look at us like this. All the people that want chaos in the world, they don't look at it like this. But all of the people who are enslaved around the world, all of the people who are hoping for a better life, for a, just a chance to make it, they still do look at America as that beacon of truth and justice and freedom and liberty. Wake up to who you really are. Wake up to what America has always been. We're not perfect. We never have been. But together, we've made it. Together, with all of our differences, we find one common thing that brings us all together. And that one common thing is we believe in the freedom of mankind. We believe in the ability to be different. We believe you don't have to be connected to be able to have a shot. You don't have to be born in the right family. You don't have to have the right name. Your dad could be a scumbag and you didn't pay the price. That's the way it is in the rest of the world. It has never been like that here, and that's exactly what we're turning into. This isn't us. Americans are better than this. So before we get into all the crap of the day, let me just, let me just say this. Know who you really are. Know who you really are in the natural world. As an animal who has to obey natural laws. And also, for those of you who believe in a God, that you are a literal son or daughter of God. We are princes and princesses of 
an eternal king. We are not acting like that. We are not acting like we have any of the rights or the responsibilities that come with being a prince or a princess. Know who you are and love yourself. When you know who you are, it's easier to love yourself. And when you really truly know who you are and love yourself, you become more humble and more kind. Know and love your family. Know and love your neighbors. The rest is as it always is. Just noise. All right. I want to tell you about my pillow. I have to tell you, I really do think I've cracked the code of sleep. I really do. I mean, really? For the first time in my life, like everything is aligned. Everything is perfect. And I am sleeping all the way through every night. Not just some nights, every night now. That's incredible. It's, well, it's, you usually root for that around eight months. Yeah. And now you look at what you're getting. I, you're, thank you. you. You older like, than eight months yet? Yes, yes I I'm much older than this eight months. This is my pillow, though, related. Yeah, it's related. My mm. pillow and their sheets. Okay, mm-hmm. great sheets. sheets. Great. Yeah, mm-hmm. their sheets are great. And my pillow, I have to tell you, I was going to bed last night and I fluffed it and I really thought I would have, I, I know I did, I would have thought I would hate this pillow because it just feels like, I don't know, when you fluff it for the first time, you're like, okay, it's not down, it's not all the, you know, old feathers and all this stuff. And I, I would think that I would hate it. I love this pillow because literally, and I want to talk to him. I know it's probably, probably a trade secret, but I want to know, how is this happening? Because you fluff it once, and the structure of it doesn't change. You're on it all night, and it doesn't go flat. The colonel's not going to tell you his I know, herbs and spice I know he's not. I know he's not, but I'm, I'm just interested scientifically. Right. I'm not going into, <laughs> into competition with him. I just Although, don't know how it works. If you can get that information, it might be something oh, we can consider. BlazePillow.com. Maybe, uh, maybe I've got 13 secret herbs and spices. <laughs> I've already got the look for it. Anyway, my <laughs> pillow products, you can find great specials on it. New radio listeners, right now, if you go to MyPillow.com, click on new radio listener specials and you're going to see some amazing offers including their buy one get one pillow free with the promo code back that's the kind of free i like um all my pillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee 10-year warranty plus if you pre-order a copy of mike lindell's new book your entire order is going to ship for free just go to mypillow.com click on the new radio listener specials and get deep discounts on all my pillow products including buy one pillow get the next one free enter the promo code back or call 800-966-3117 get the great radio specials right now at mypillow.com promo code back we break for 10 seconds station id Now, are you guys going to be nice to my sister? Oh, my God. I love your sister. I know you love my sister. I'm going to be very nice to your sister. Being nice to your sister is not the concern for you here. She wrote this is a a game-changing book in her life. She wrote what's called The Pie Letters. Mm -hmm. And much to my chagrin, no recipes are in this book. But it is a book of, of, I mean, we had a a rough childhood. And Coletta had a really rough childhood. And she... You know, she's always been a hippie. She's older than me, and she's this, this hippie. Um, uh, and she tried to find peace with my mother's suicide, her husband's suicide, 
and uh, and really kind of just went off on her own and took this journey. And she didn't think she would. Yeah, she didn't know where she was going. And yeah. uh, she found kindness to be the answer. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's actually a really cool story. Uh, and I, it doesn't really lend itself for me to mock you on it, unfortunately, as, right. as much as exactly. I would like. That's what I'm doing here. <laughs> right. No, I know. You're setting it up. So, mm-hmm. so it feels bad for me and Pat to... Yeah, I want you two to walk around feeling like worthless human beings. Right. Because her know. whole point is kindness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But you didn't write this book. She did. <laughs> so we'll be kind to her. Uh, right. <laughs> and you're right. unrelated to the process. Right. But I am. I, it's a great story. And, um, and I will at least attempt to uh, mine some details about your childhood that maybe if, would explain some behavior of of yours. Nothing can explain this That's... except genius. I'm just saying. What was it? Genius. 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 I thought you were going to say drugs. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, uh, they do sound yeah. an awful lot alike. <laughs> yeah. I can hear. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Genius. A little, a, a little different. <laughs> it's a little different. Although, right. I mean, a lot of uh-huh. a lot of geniuses uh-huh. have been influenced uh-huh. by. Well, if things go substances. awry, I just want, because I know my sister is probably listening right now for the first time. My family is not impressed with me in any way, shape, or form. We agree on that point. Right. And uh, so she's probably listening. And I just want to say, if it goes awry, I do have, and she'll know exactly what I mean, the Betsy Ross Volkswagen story to tell. I will pull that beautiful story out. And and she knows exactly what it means. I'm going to say. You know... so let's play in nice. the middle of a news cycle. <laughs> Do where not the media, play into the hands of Stu and Pat. Where the media has uh, <laughs> outlined mm-hmm. that essentially threats were made against the Ukrainian president. <laughs> That I seems just want like my sister to do me a favor. That seemed like a threat. Don't play ball with <laughs> Pat and Stu. That's all I'm saying. That's all you're saying. That's all I'm saying. That's it. All right, Bill O'Reilly is coming up also in uh, just a few minutes, and he's going to give us his his look uh, at what's happening Does in the world. Does this book come out? Uh, is it out, or is it coming out soon? Yeah, you missed him. I, oh, I, I missed had him, him on, on Tuesday. It was, it was really quite yeah, good. He said he was going to send me one, but... Uh... No, he said he was going to send one to your mom. Well, he sent he sent his last book to my mom, oh, okay. which was very nice. He actually did it too. Yeah. Um, however, he did not yet send me this new book, which I'm very excited to read. He really does care about you. He's he's a nice guy. Yeah, I got a galley all signed. Yeah. I got a you know got it two months early. You uh-huh. know. You? I, I I didn't I didn't get that. Yeah. Um, but you know, uh... he told me he's left <laughs> your copy. You you can get it in a couple mm-hmm. of months when it's in the discount section at the bookstore. Oh, really? He said, yeah, he's left it there for you. Oh, just that's nice. Pick one of those up. Because that's local. Yeah, yeah. I just can just go pick it up in a pick couple it up. months, though? Uh, yeah, I mean, a couple yeah. months, and when you find it, he's knocked the price down for it. This is the Glenn Beck <laughs> Program. All right, when I was a kid, everyone was certain that by the year 2000, we were going to have flying cars. I mean, remember remember that? We're going to have flying cars. Couldn't wait for it to be a reality. The reality is they just, um, uh, what is it, um, Uber, mm-hmm. just built a helipad here in Dallas, just a couple of miles away from our studios. And that is the beginning of the flying cars. And I was kind of like, eh. I didn't even mention it. So flying cars are here. Anyway. It's kind of a good thing, uh, you know, that we're not all just in our own personal car flying past, past the skyscrapers, you know, to all of, see, uh, all of a sudden see the check engine light come on. Wouldn't that freak you out? 
You're in a flying car. Check engine light. Okay, now, now. I recommend Car Shield, even if you don't have the flying car. In addition to providing 24-7 roadside assistance and a rental car while yours is in the shop, Car Shield also makes the process of fixing your car for a covered repair really super easy. You can even have your preferred mechanic or the dealership do the work. Call 800-CAR-6000. It's 800-CAR-6000. Mention the promo code Beck, save 10%, carshield.com. So it's likely none of your friends knew about this Biden-Ukraine story, but you did for months. And the research that we that we used for that... I don't know why. I've talked to presidents. I've talked to prime ministers. Uh, uh, I've talked to really famous people, and there's nothing that makes me more nervous than talking to my family on the air. That's because they know things about you. Yeah, the prime ministers don't know anything about I you. Don't, uh, I don't think that's... Uh, mm-hmm. Coletta Kewitt is the author of a new book called uh, The Pie Letters, Thoughts mm-hmm. and Reflections on Pie and Life. If that sounds like something I could write, it's because Coletta Kewitt is my older sister. And uh, <laughs> and looking at the cover of her new book, where she's standing there with a pie, I fail to see the almost identical resemblance. Uh, <laughs> Other than the goatee, it's, yeah, it's close. Yeah, um, and it it really defies all logic because you'd think I'd make an ugly woman, and I I no. apparently don't. No, <laughs> I apparently don't. Uh, the pie letters. Welcome to the program. <laughs> And uh, watch your step carefully because you are on with Pat and Stu, who have our ulterior <clears throat> motives, uh, my no, good sweet sister. No, 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 no. How are you, Coletta? <laughs> good morning. Good morning. I'm fine. Yeah, good. <laughs> you should know, Coletta, this is the safest interview you will ever do in your life. It we is not, Coletta. 100% on your side, mm-hmm. nope. and we want to sell <laughs> copies of the pie letters. That is my mm. main goal and, in and life. And we right don't now. want to embarrass you at all. We want to embarrass. Glenn. Glenn. Yeah, that's so. So help, you help us, we help you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There's nothing here to embarrass me. This is my sister who has, if you listen to this program, you know, we had a good, wouldn't you agree we had a good childhood? Screwed up, but a good childhood. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> that didn't sound like much of an agreement. Yeah. Well, we, I mean, the main difference between your childhood, though, is that she had to live with you, right? Like, right. you are already you, so you didn't have to deal I with that. I had to listen to all of her hippie records from her room. Okay. Uh, so we, I, I, maybe we're, maybe, you know, we, we, we all try to, you know, remember things more fondly than they were. But I know people had worse childhood and then have worse things happen to them, even though you have uh, have really, truly st- struggled in the family. Both my sisters truly have struggled. And what I like about this book, Coletta, is, uh, well, I'll tell you what I like and I don't, what I don't like. What I like about this is this is my sister finding happiness. And there is nothing I want more for my sisters and my family than to each of them find peace and happiness and she found it through what she calls the pie letters. And so she was motivated to tell this story um, of, of happiness and peace and kindness. Um, and now what I don't like about it is there are no recipes of your pies, which are the best <laughs> pies I've ever had. So tell us, tell us about the book, Coletta. Well, and actually, Glenn, I, um, it's, it's really I found peace through 
the awareness of God through my life. By the way, you don't have to edit yourself. I know your language. You don't have to edit yourself. You can say God and scriptures and everything else in the program. (laughs) (laughs) But that's really, you know, just finding that peace and, um, and patience, which, you know, God actually had me write this book for me because I'm the one that, um, I know we all need patience, but oh my gosh, through the, through the whole writing of, of it, it was, um, yeah, patience, patience, patience. And I write a lot about my husband, which we laugh a lot about this because I need patience with living with him. Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I think so. I think so. Yes. Well, there's some some pretty funny stories about just, um, you know, uh, marriage and relationships. And then there are also those, um, yeah, just stories about our life as, as, um, you know, there, yeah. So there's a reason why one of us went into the communications business and one of us went into the pie business. Uh, and, I, and which is which? I, for, I forget now. I think, I think, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Well, can I just, so that everybody knows, just, you know, to let you know, I didn't know we were having this little interview this morning and you woke me up from a dead sleep. Like, oh, I'm going to be on air. Okay, so <laughs> wait a minute. One of us, one of us didn't know about it. It was me too. I didn't know. I as I prepared a show and they sprung this on me a half hour ago. So both of us didn't know. I blame the producer and Pat. That's your fault. It's your fault. Yes. Glenda, how how much of the struggles in your life would you assign to growing up with Glenn? That's not... Percentage wise, and you want to give a roundabout uh, figure. <laughs> which you have to ask yourself: Which one do you think will help sell more uh, books at this point, <laughs> Stu or me? Well, just so you know, his bedroom was right next to mine, mm. and he was my stinky little brother. Mm-hmm. And uh, yes, stinky. His mm-hmm. room room just permeated. Hmm. Um, permeated. But... <laughs> Was, uh, <clears throat> so I forget the name of your book. Um, uh, it's called The Pie Letters. It's available on Amazon. You should buy as many copies as humanly possible. Explain what the explain what the pie letters are, Coletta. Um, the pie letters is a it's a book on no 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 short essays. Yeah, but what were the pie letters originally? What were the pie letters? You went into the pie business. Oh, yeah. Yes. So I. I had a um, a Pie of the Month club, and um, it started out, the pie letters first started out with meeting this um, gentleman who, um, I'm so sorry. Oh, boy. boy. Okay. So let me deal with the pie letters. The book is that my sister is dead asleep. Um <laughs> <laughs> the the pie letters the pie letters she started this deal my my sister's a personal chef um and she makes the best food if you ever find yourself anywhere near wyoming find my sister's pies because they are fantastic um and so she started making these pies but she started making them and selling them and then bringing them to people um uh, you know every single month and it would be a different pie every month and with it would come a pie letter and it basically is what some of these chapters are. These pie letters were reflections on on 
um, eternal truths and lessons of life, and it, she and what they have to do with pie. Go ahead, Coletta. I have no idea. What do they have to do with? <laughs> yeah, what do the yeah, letters have, have to do, do with pie? <laughs> well, there's a synchronicity of between pie and life. Um, um, so, so many things in our life are are. Um, I'm just going to get here to one of the little short essays. This is the greatest. Interview mm-hmm. of all time, of all of all time. I will say, I think it's great. I think it's fantastic, yeah. and Clint yeah. is doing a fantastic job. Yeah. And considering uh, the stinky permeations that came from her brother's room, the fact that she's able to get to a level where she can write a book like this is incredible. It's incredible. Oh, I know it's good. Yeah, and Glenn, you're going to love me still in either way, right? Uh oh, we'll see at Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, one of them, for instance, is um, called Pyology 101, and um, it talks about how awesome it is to ponder um, how our creator has put our individual ingredients so carefully together, yet we get to choose our finishing touches and the temperature settings of the day. Sometimes we're hot, sometimes we're not. Every day is spent forming our own creation of self. Some days we also form a pie. Our ingredients of the day can be mixed up, nutty, and complicated, or just sweetly simple. Fruits grown out of even the best soil and conditions may become bruised, but even imperfect fruit can become a pie to savor. Life, as imperfect as it is, maybe is a multitude may maybe has a multitude of savory and sweet bites in each new day. Pie in life mm. filled to the brim with the fillings of our choice oozing and bubbling over and just so beautifully messy. Getting very hungry. Pie in life. Any pie or day can end in failure but be perfected on the next. Pie in life presented in pieces and or just what is left or sometimes presented well-rounded as a whole. You're definitely in the same family. I can tell we're getting life advice through baked goods. Right. (laughs) Is 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 that not great? Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's not great? I I just... Pie and life are made up of a beautiful variety of spices and different tastes. Pie and life overworking can make it too tough. Pie and life tender care will always produce the perfect foundation. Pie and life dig in while it's fresh and share that creation. So, oh, oh, the name, the name of the book is The Pie Letters, Thoughts and Reflections on Pie and Life. Uh, it's by my sister, Coletta Kewitt, uh, and you can find it at Amazon right now, The Pie Letters, uh, and it is well worth the read. I, I, I've I, heard rumor, not that I've read this book several times, but uh, <laughs> I have heard rumor that there is a... Uh, there's some other things in in this book that you should read. Anyway, you'll enjoy it. It is the and which which chapter is the uh, Glenn Beck's room odor? It, it talks about uh, where, where can we find? <laughs> yeah, uh, the the pie letters, thoughts and reflections on pie and life. Colette, I love you very much, and I'm very proud of I you. Love you too, okay, bye, sweetheart. <laughs> Thank you so much. You bet. Bye bye. That's so nice of you, Stinky. Yeah. It, from, for shut saying that up. <laughs> shut up. What she didn't say is all of the artwork done in this. She she really worked hard on this book, not for her, 
uh, her friend is an artist and wanted to do all the artwork in the book, all this really oh, great wow. artwork. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, she was dying of cancer. Ooh. And she wanted, she mm. was like, I got to get this out before. I got to get this out because she does, uh. she's worked so hard on it. Uh, and it's a it's a true labor of love and a labor of um, of of humility and um, and God. I think the pie letters, thoughts and reflections on pie and life by Coletta Kewitt. All right, back in a second. Thank you for that help, Pat. I really <laughs> no no happy, I, happy to do it. Yeah, I know. I appreciate it. Thank you very much for both springing this on me and my sister <laughs> today. Right. Uh, welcome to the uh, program. Glad you're here. Uh, Peter Schweitzer, uh, not Peter Schweitzer, but uh, John Solomon is going to be on with us. Big show today. Uh, big show. Bill O'Reilly and his opinion on what's going on. I, I need to share with you what we shared yesterday on the program. Mm-hmm. This has nothing to do, nothing to do with uh, Joe Biden. Uh, nothing. I don't know if I'm, com- I'm no, comfortable I think, with that. Yeah. Okay. So yes, it does have something to do with Joe Biden, uh, but it is more about uh, the DNC. And I think Joe Biden is, is being just thrown to the wolves. They don't care about Joe Biden. Hmm. They don't care about Joe Biden. I've gone back and forth on this. As you know, I, I, I kind of feel like if Joe Biden is a savvy politician, he can absolutely take advantage of this. Because he can come, and he kind of tried to do it a little bit yesterday, but not as overtly as I think I would do it if I were him as a candidate, to say that, look, the president of the United States is making phone calls to foreign leaders to try to sink my campaign because he knows I'll beat him. And I'm not saying he will beat him. I'm just saying if I'm Joe Biden, that's the argument I'm making to Democratic voters mm-hmm. today. You know, he's he, look, he's not targeting Elizabeth Warren. He doesn't want dirt on Bernie Sanders. He's not looking at, hey, what's Pete Buttigieg been up to? He's coming after me. He's coming after me because he knows I'll beat him. And he's actually, but in reality, and this is where Donald Trump needs to stop playing defense on this and needs to start playing offense and needs somebody who can craft the story of what he was really doing. President knew what he was looking for, and he's not looking to take down Joe Biden. He's looking out. He's looking to take down uh, the deep state that's run by the Democrats. The, The Democrats were all over the Ukraine. Um, and they were all over in the Ukraine during the election. I mean, why would Hillary Clinton's uh, strategic advisor, her chief strategic advisor, be spending time in Ukraine at that time? Why? Uh, they used Ukraine. It's a beautiful vacation location. Uh, That's yeah, where you go. They used Ukraine uh, as a way, as an entrance to get dirt on people uh, and, an, and a doorway to the dirty money of Russia. And that's what Donald Trump is going to expose. And he's going to expose it in the intelligence community. He's going to expose it in the State Department. He's, he's already exposed it in uh, our embassy in Ukraine and fired that person. Uh, and I think the documents haven't come out because nobody has wanted to speak because no one knew where the power was. Or, alternatively... If you're looking for a warm, tropical vacation spot, what better place than Chernobyl? <laughs> you will you Just make a good, that out there. You make a good I, point. Yeah. You make a good point. This this <laughs> this uh, 
transcript that was released explains why Nancy Pelosi suddenly had a flip-flop. It explains um, why they are freaking out so much. It explains why Tony Podesta suddenly just shut down one of the biggest consulting firms in America overnight. Just remember that? Yeah, that was really weird. Gone. I quit. Shut it down. Why? Why? What was so corrupt? What was going on? What was so urgent that you shut it down that day? Well, we're now starting to see what that is. And we see the deep state. And uh, and it's going to be up to the Trump team to make the case. And I think they can. And the documents will come out. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It is uh, it is a remarkable interview that uh, I can't wait for you to hear tomorrow and pass it on to a friend. You'll find it wherever podcasts are found. All right. Um, well, it was about two years ago. It was Christmas two years ago that Tanya uh, said, I'm sick of hearing you whine, stinky. And that was, a, I believe, a quote. I believe that was a quote. Is that what we're going to do now? (laughs) I was given a gift (laughs) two Christmases ago. I got my Christmas present early this year. Uh, Anyway, uh, two Christmases ago, Tanya said, um, you got to take Relief Factor. Just try it. Because we had tried everything. Just try it. I said, that's not going to work. It's all natural crap. She's like, it's all natural crap, really. Maybe that's the problem. You've avoided natural crap your whole life. So I started taking it, and it reduces the inflammation, which also I think is just magic talk. And uh, lo and behold, it worked. I've been taking it now for two years. I take it every day. In fact, here's my morning dose of it right here. I take it every single day. It's not a drug. It is a natural way to reduce the inflammation in your body and get your life back. If you're in pain, please try this. Relief Factor. Call them now at 800-583-84. 800-583-84. It's relieffactor.com. entertainment and enlightenment it's almost like nothing happened this week (laughs) we're not going to have a shortage of things to talk to uh, bill o'reilly about today his new book came out this week but also uh donald trump is being impeached but that's not what this story is about and this story really isn't about joe biden he's one small piece of that Bill O'Reilly and his take on the events of the world in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Being a responsibly armed citizen is a serious commitment. If you don't think so, you shouldn't own a gun. You need to make sure that you are prepared and you're trained for any defense situation or don't carry your gun. And that is exactly why the U.S. Concealed Carry Association exists. They provide award-winning education, training, and legal protection for defenders like you and like me. Now, the last part is something a lot of people don't even realize they need. If a person comes into your home and you are, God forbid, forced to shoot, you're going to jail too. Uh, and you're going to need to have representation. You will go to jail that night. You're going to need legal counsel. And it's going to be a lot better if you already have the kind of education that the USCCA provides. 
you need legal protection. These are the people to help you. Call back, or I mean, sorry, text back to the number 87222. Go 87222, just text the word back and find out more. You'll get 19 free entries to win $1,000. The offer is good only until tonight, Friday. So get on it right now. Just text the word back to 87222. The USCCA believes everyone should be able to defend themselves, and they're giving away almost $20,000 to prove it. Your chance to win $1,000, 19 chances, comes from just texting the word back to the number 87222 and claim your free entries. But hurry, this offer ends today. Text back, B-E-C-K, number 87222. Gee, Bill, not a lot happened this week, huh? You talking to me, Beck? I'm talking. Well, if you're the only Bill on the show, you talking to me. I'm talking to you. This uh, this Im- uh, this impeachment. Where do you want yeah. to start? Let's start with facts and go through the whole hour just on facts. Okay, go ahead. All right, mm-hmm. because my head's going to blow off listening to these morons on cable television and i have uh, never seen anything more dishonest this is and i say this every time they do something it is worse and worse every time and this is where we start so this impeachment drive is now being um sponsored that's a good word by the media the media is doing this not nancy pelosi and the democratic party The media is driving the impeachment, and Nancy Pelosi and her merry people are hitchhiking a ride drive. Would you dispute that? Yes, um, I would. I wouldn't have two days ago, but after listening to the whistleblower, I think this is so far above Nancy Pelosi's head. uh, This is going to tear down the entire uh, Obama DNC infrastructure that they thought they had all buttoned up in Ukraine. Um, and, uh, I think they have no choice. Yeah, but you're, you're ahead of yourself. You're ahead of yourself now. Just the story, the Ukraine Trump story and the impeachment hysteria that has come out of it is driven by the media. Would you, would you cede that? Uh, yeah. I mean, the media wants to take him down at any cost, but they sense that there's something bigger here because of what they're hearing from the DNC. And the DNC is, is, is not telling the truth, obviously. Well, let's just keep it as simple as possible because you're a brilliant man, but I'm a simple man. Okay. All right. Simple man. I'm a simple guy. I I just want to be really clear. Mm -hmm. So everybody listening can say, you know, that was a worthwhile hour with O'Reilly and Beck. Okay. So the media is driving the impeachment sentiment. Mm -hmm. And if you don't believe me, look at all the front pages of the Mm -hmm. liberal newspapers, which is 90% of them. Mm -hmm. So you see words like scandal. Mm -hmm. You see words like cover up. You see words like mob behavior, organized Mm -hmm. crime. All of that is what is being written today, um, September 27, 2019. The broadcast media picks up the phraseology, 
scandal, cover-up, mob behavior, that kind of thing, drives it on television. Mm -hmm. Now, Pelosi and the Democrats say, hey, this is good because even though we don't have anything that rises to the level of impeachment, it doesn't matter because the media is saying we do. Are you with me so far? Yes, I'm with you. Okay. So for the American citizen who's fair-minded, not pro-Trump or anti-Trump, or but just wants the best for his or her country, the first question you have to ask is, what is the violation? What is it mm-hmm. that would amount to uh, an impeachment inquiry? And mob Can tactics. you tell me what the violation is, Beck? No, can't. What? Can't. Because there is no violation. Exactly right. There's no violation. It's not like Clinton lied or Andrew Johnson is so drunk he can't do his job. It's not like that. It's like there's no violation. Because a sitting president is allowed under our Constitution to call any foreign leader and say to that foreign leader, you know, there's a situation involving a former vice president that we feel might lead to corruption. Can you please check that out for us? That's allowed, Beck. Of course it is. It is in the national crime or misdemeanor. Look, you could say that that Donald Trump was doing this um, to hurt Joe Biden. But the fact is, this is bigger than Joe Biden. And even if it did help Donald Trump, it is in our national interest to the extreme to find out what was going on. Right. And a a president has the right to ask the assistance of a foreign leader to get information. Mm -hmm. So that's number one. Okay, that's number one. He didn't do anything wrong in the call. There's no, if you don't give me this, we're going to deny funds like Biden did and Biden admits to doing it. All right. None of that. The second thing is election integrity. Okay, that's a subjective thing. It's not a fact But I will see that Donald Trump wanted to get dirt on Joe Biden. Mm -hmm. I will admit that all day long. Mm -hmm. And the reason I admit it is because I wrote it in the United States of Trump. If you read the book, you'll see the genesis of this whole thing. That Trump is so furious because he believes that Barack Obama, um, Hillary Hillary Clinton, Clinton, and Joe Biden, and now Joe Biden... Mm-hmm. hurt him personally in the campaign and then after he won. And that he is, believes that firmly. Correct. And, and he wants payback. And because we did our homework um, starting a year ago and did two episodes on this six months ago, we know that that is true. We know that that is true. Absolutely. Well, and the, I don't know and about the, Biden. Oh yes, I don't know about. Biden. Well, we'll listen to All next right, hour. We have John. We have we have John Solomon on with us next. He just got some additional documents from Ukraine yesterday, uh, and the case is the case is moving forward, and it is damning on Joe Biden and the Democrats. Okay. All right. I'll cede that. Okay. But on the record, on the record, in the United States of Trump, right there, so you can see it is Barack Obama, as President of the United States, knew, was informed by the CIA in August 2016 that Russia was trying to intrude on the election. And Barack Obama chose not to say anything. 
not to give either campaign a heads up. That's on the record. That happened. That's a fact. Trump is furious about that because in his mind, any other president would have said, hey, be careful. The Russians are trying to intrude. But Obama didn't do it. Secondly, Donald Trump believes, and this is a fact as well, that Hillary Clinton's campaign and the Democratic National Committee paid money to foreign nationals to get the dossier, Mm -hmm. the smear dossier that Mm -hmm. turned out to be false. Mm -hmm. Both the Clinton campaign and the Democratic National Committee paid money to foreign nationals through Fusion GPS. Russians were paid. Right, and I think you will find that they also did it in Ukraine. Uh, They used Ukraine as the middleman to get to the real dirty people in Russia. You will find that to be true soon. Okay, but I'm. Uh, this I, is know, I know, I know, I know. Beck. I know. All right, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm stating facts, but all right, it's but, a fact-based hour. Yeah, okay, yeah. so every every word that I've said up until now is true fact. Yeah, verifiable. So now you have the American people, the American people going, "What the deuce is happening when our Congress?" <laughs> can be diverted into trying to destroy a sitting president based on what? Nothing. There's no crime. And let's get into the cover-up. The cover-up. Every president since George Washington, when they have a sensitive conversation, not only with a foreign leader, but anyone in government here, puts the sensitive conversation in a more secure place. Every single one of them. Yes, but but they don't put it there out is nothing the no no time. there was nothing sensitive in this except for him saying, I want to ask you for a favor, dot dot dot. I need you to get some dirt on Joe Biden and his uh, son. That that's what they're claiming okay. that there was nothing sensitive in this but except for him. What was said? I know. Look, the cover-up thing drives me nuts because you, as a president, cannot put out to the public that you talked to the president of Ukraine or Australia or anyone. And here's what I said: If you do that, no one will talk to you. So, of course, you're going to put it in a more secure place. It's not a cover-up. This is standard procedure. Yet on the front page of the newspapers, whistleblower says cover-up. I mean, it's just, it, I, you always say Twilight Zone, I always say this, but now I'm, I'm teed off, Beck. Now I'm mad. And it's not because I'm sticking up for Donald Trump. If you read the United States of Trump, the man makes a lot of mistakes. And he makes them because he has a lack of discipline mm-hmm. when he's attacked. Mm-hmm. And he does things he shouldn't do. I honestly. Well, put yourself in his shoes. I honestly entered the week. He didn't do anything wrong. I know. I entered the week when I heard about the whistleblower thinking, okay, let's keep an open mind. You know, he could have he could have sure. done that. We also, when when they said, well, we're going to release the transcripts, I came in that morning going, well, you know, he makes a lot of stupid mistakes and just kind of, you know, just blurts things out, maybe. But I am absolutely convinced now that, and, and I'm going to do a special on this next week, 
He did nothing wrong. In fact, I fully support what the president was trying to get at. If I understand this story right, and I believe I do, I fully support him in this and the way he handled it. I would have handled it exactly the same way. I couldn't give the president more support at this point. I would not have handled it the same way he did. I would never have trusted a foreign leader in Ukraine. It wasn't the foreign leader that blew this. It wasn't the foreign leader that no, blew I, this. I, that foreign leader. Why I wouldn't have done it. That foreign leader was the guy who uh, agreed with the president. In fact, brought Judy, Giuliani up first. He was the guy who said, I know, and I, I'm on this, and I've got the people. The one that ratted him out, the one that broke this confidence, is the, the uh, deep state intel that was yeah, spreading, who, the, was spreading rumors. See. You're going to see in the next few days who that person is. That's definitely going to come out. Well, and wait, 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 wait. Since we're in a fact-based hour, who is he? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah. Well, do, you really, do you really want me to say who he is? I do. I'm going to give was, you, just because I'm a great, no, 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 wait, yeah. hang on. <laughs> yes. No, come on. Uh, because I'm it's a true. great broadcaster, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make people listen to this one-minute commercial, and then we're going to come back, and you are on the rack. You are going to tell us what you know, because you said this was a fact-based hour. Back in a minute with Donald, with uh, Bill O'Reilly and the name of the whistleblower, who he is, <laughs> from Mr. Bill O'Reilly, wow. the author of the new book, The United States of Trump, which is on sale now. Uh, read it, especially this, now. Read it. This is a big moment. I certainly would, would definitely listen to this commercial closely to make sure that we can get to the next. Am I saying through code? Who the guy is? Ooh, I don't know. All right, somewhere out there, Bob. Uh, there, are... <laughs> his name is Bob. Wait, what? Uh, f- somewhere out there, there are four siblings, a brother, and three sisters who recently had their lives changed. Winnie, Winnie is her name. Turns out that she's their sister. Winnie's mother, who was seventeen when Winnie was born, put her up for adoption. She didn't tell anybody. She carried the secret to the grave, never telling her other children. Winnie herself wouldn't have even known if she hadn't decided to look into her past and had someone not recommended 23 and me to her uh she she wouldn't have had the reunion she wouldn't have had the the joy that followed after all of these years Winnie finally is home 23 and me can help you not only unlock your past but it just might affect your future as well 23 and me reports don't diagnose disease or describe overall uh, overall likelihood of developing any disease but they do test select genetic variants now visit 23andme.com slash back and that part sound like something that the legal department added in because the government's forcing them I'm just saying visit 23andme.com slash back for important test information order your health and ancestry kit at 23andme.com slash back and you can meet your genes and 125 personalized genetic reports to know better who you are you need to know where you came from that's the number 23andme.com slash back we pause for 10 seconds station the name of the whistleblower bill o'reilly Stu. <laughs> Stu did it can you tell us what you do know um uh 
All right. Uh, this now I'm going to depart from the fact-based uh, first 20 minutes that we had. Okay. If you look at the whistleblower complaint, all right, and and we'll go back to facts now. He did not hear the conversation. All right, so it's hearsay because he did not have access to President Trump talking with the Ukraine president. Two, he interpreted the conversation. I'll listen to the deep state trying to get this this conversation ended. Bill, you're breaking up. We know it is either Dick Cheney, Halliburton, or the deep state. Can you state that Are again? Are you hearing me clearly now? I am now, but as soon as you started in on the facts. Okay. All right, go ahead. Okay. Uh, you know, this is the deep state trying to cut me out. I know, here on the I, know. Show. I know. Look, if you read the language of the whistleblower complaint, it is all about hearsay, anonymous sources, and what this guy thinks happened, Correct. not what really happened. All right? So that when he is exposed, which he will be, um, you are going to see that this is Christine Blasey Ford. Yes. That's who it is, <laughs> a person with an axe to grind mm-hmm. against another person. Yeah. So you're not saying it's her specifically. Okay, you're saying it's, it's just a, a person no, with it's her another, profile. I think it's another one <laughs> with her profile, another person that has been against this president from the start. Um, the whistleblower That's has right. already been discredited Multiple times they said he said this eight at least eight times. No, he didn't. He made a promise. No, he didn't. This is the IG. This is what the IG kind of said, right? Supposedly that that this is someone with a political axe to grind. Correct. And you'll also find uh, Bill. I think you'll uh, also we'll we'll find that out, and I I know it'll be it'll be proven to be true. But let's get back to wait wait wait. I want to put one more people. Hang on, I want one more thing before we go back into fact-based. You're also going to find the State Department's fingers all over this. All over this. Go ahead. All right, well, that'll give you and and all the other people who are doing talk radio and TV a lot of stuff to talk about. But what should happen (laughs) now to protect the American people, to protect the American people. See, the American people are the ones that are really getting hurt here. Yeah. Trump is getting hurt, but because this country is supposed to be operating in a fair way, an honest way, it's the American people who are getting hurt. So what is wrong with the Republican Party? The Republican Party should join together, and Mitt Romney better shut the F up, okay? Wow, I don't think I've ever heard you say say that. I don't think I've ever heard well, look, you say Mitt something Romney like that. Mitt Romney is about as irresponsible. I like Mitt Romney. I've known him for a long time. Okay? But what he said this week was as irresponsible as anything any Democrat said. So the Republican Party has to, and Mitch McConnell is going to have to lead it, God help us, is going to have to go as one entity and say, this is a fraud. This is, this is tearing the fabric of America apart. We're not going to stand for it. And every Republican has got to stand up in the House and Senate and sign on to that. Because if you don't, you don't have an honest country anymore because this is banana public stuff. It is. That's what it is. All right. Back with more uh, Bill O'Reilly here in just a second. I want to tell you that I'm doing a special next week on this topic and... Your subscription to The Blaze is what pays for us to be able to do this. Uh, Honestly, I want to send people over to Ukraine because I think we're on it 
like nobody else. John Solomon is joining us here in a few minutes, but please subscribe to The Blaze, blazetv.com slash Glenn. Do it now. Your membership counts. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Okay, so the bank is uh, being bailed out to the tune of $160 billion every day by the Fed. Did you know that? We don't know which ones are being bailed out. Even the Fed doesn't know. It's a blind borrow. No one is talking about this. And if that doesn't worry you, you're not paying close enough attention to what's going on. Something big is happening, and it doesn't look good no matter what angle you stare at it from. So batten down the hatches on your financial portfolio. One of them is probably investing at least part of some of your money in gold. And if you don't think you can afford it, may I suggest you call Goldline and ask them about their accumulation special. This is something that I asked Goldline to do. They had never done it before, and I asked them to do this uh, because so many people say, Glenn, I can't afford gold. Can you afford $100 a month? If you can afford $100 a month, you can invest in gold or silver with their accumulation special. Uh, Things, I think, are about to... 2020 is going to be a very dicey year. Please call Goldline now. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. You know, if the president would have said, uh, look, I need some dirt on uh, on Joe Biden and I don't care where you get it, that would be one thing. But that's not what he said. What he's saying is we believe there is deep corruption from the United States in the Ukraine and we have pieces of evidence and we believe the newly elected president. We believe you don't know some of those names and they are still surrounding you. Be very careful, but you must further these investigations. And the president of the Ukraine saying, I know what you're talking about. I know who you're talking about. And we are furthering those investigations. I don't understand how that is anything but in the national interest of our of our country. I don't understand how that is wrong for anyone to say. It's exactly what I would say. Bill O'Reilly, Not welcome. Going back. to be reported that way. Yo, I know, but Thank that's you. but that's there's nothing wrong with that, right? But that's the, that's the spin the of the media. Way you laid it out. There's nothing. Okay, so a headline on the CBS website news website right now. Over 300 former national security professionals call out Trump for unconscionable abuse of power. That's the headline. Okay, so CBS News is putting out that 300 people, both Republican and Democrats, who worked in the industry, uh, national security industry, uh, have condemned Trump. Uh, Based on what? There's no evidence to condemn anyone about anything. Now, the only legitimate point here, and this goes back again to my book, The United States of Trump, and this is the president's Achilles heel, is that he harbors grudges against people he thinks have harmed him and his family. So there is an element, and I know this to be true, that he wants to expose Joe Biden's Ukrainian corruption quote unquote right so let me ask the you president this president wants to do that let me ask you this to further that um it, but it is not just in fact i think that is secondary the election is secondary he is so angry at this um this russian corruption stuff that came 
through the Ukraine and Russia uh, by the Democrats. Joe Biden was involved. Barack Obama was involved. He is so angry at that. He wants he wants to find the evidence to prove that is true. And I think he would want that to be proven true to discredit them more than even winning the next election. Would you agree with that? Yes, I would. It's very personal. Yes. And it goes to his it goes to him always saying, I'm a legitimate president. I they didn't throw it. Uh, my way. He he's so obsessed. Yeah, it goes way back to right, right. He's it obsessed goes way back with that. To, he is, and that is an Achilles heel for him. I agree. Um, and that's that's why you got to read the United States of Trump to understand where the man is coming from. But that's not an impeachable offense. Correct. All right. Every president has deficits, personality deficits. Every one. That you don't impeach on that. And a headline like 300 people say what, uh, what Donald Trump did was unconscionable is unconscionable itself. CBS putting that up there is unconscionable. They don't know who these people are. They also, they also are like, former. I'll, I'll go, are they not former intelligence? Yeah, and, and I'll go back to Blasey Ford again. I'll go back to that analogy. We now know that Blasey Ford didn't like Kavanaugh's abortion profile. We now know that she went to the most radical left lawyer she could find to represent her in a political way. These are facts. And the, by I, the way, the, we the, had to endure as a nation. The lawyer, the lawyer that this whistleblower went to, we know worked for Hillary Clinton and Chuck Schumer. I mean, in their offices. That's true. One of, one of the lawyers that the whistleblower is using. But as I said in the first half hour, you are going to find out soon that the man is a Trump hater. You will find that out. But even when we do find it out, Beck, do you expect that to be reported honestly in this country? No. Do you respect the people getting that information? No. So that's why I'm saying the only the only solution to this problem now is for the Republican Party to band together as one and fight back. This that is what I said. Uh, what I American said. American people a clear choice. Right. Last uh, yesterday, uh, when I was reading the whistleblower report, it all kind of dropped into place for me. And I'm going to make this case next week in a special. And I urge you to watch it. I'll send you a copy of it, Bill. Um, you know, so you can watch it while you're being chauffeured around town or whatever it is you do. Uh, and uh, yeah, we do have a TV in the back seat. Okay, so uh, but I'll send it to you because I, I want you to see it. Um, but it all kind of dropped into place for me uh, yesterday, or yeah, yesterday during the whistle whistleblower thing. And I'm I'm looking at this, and uh, Donald Trump, and this is going to be very hard because what you said, he is obsessed with this. And that's an Achilles heel only because that's why we remove people from investigations when they're personally involved, because you make mistakes and he's going to make yeah, mistakes. Yeah, emotional. Yes. And he'll make right. mistakes. So but that's not an impeachable offense. Correct. Look, if Biden, if Biden had been clean, if Biden had done nothing wrong, then Trump would be really 
in a, in a bad place. Okay, but Biden did do something wrong by his own admission. He went to a foreign country as the vice president, threatened to withhold a billion dollars unless the foreign country fired a prosecutor now, hang on. who was looking into his son's company. Now, hang on. The That's story wrong. on the, the story on the, the left is that it wasn't for that. It was for corruption. And if it were indeed for corruption, I would I would be for that. The government of the United States should not be doing business with corrupt governments where we had just lost $1.8 billion, went to offshore uh, accounts of the guy who ran Burisma and the biggest bank. So I would be for that, but that's not what it is. And in 10 minutes, 15 minutes, John Solomon will be on. He has newly released documents yesterday. He got a hold of documents that show that that is absolutely not what was going on and absolutely this was about joe biden and his son he has the documentation to prove it and he's coming up in 15 minutes all right well there was never any doubt in my mind because biden himself said it and if you listen to the soundbite it's clear biden swaggered on over there with his big vp status and said we don't like this guy and I don't even know who the guy is, but the guy's investigating my son's company, and you got to fire him. And if you don't, we're going to withhold a billion dollars. And that's exactly what Trump was initially accused of, which now turns out to be false. Mm-hmm. But don't you don't you see my big point, Beck, that if the Republican Party don't don't launch a counterattack, that this country, uh, you know. We're trouble. We're in trouble. Trump. That's why I said, and this yeah, is what Kellyanne, I was. Kellyanne, is, is this what it's going to be? And he ought to tell Giuliani just to shut up. I mean, Giuliani hurts him, doesn't help him. Get Giuliani out of there. The Republicans have got to tell the American people the Democratic Party, in conjunction with the corrupt media, is harming the nation. Vote for us, and we will stop it. I will tell That's you the choice is going to have to be made. I will tell you, Bill, we are researching this now to to find the evidence to be able to make at least a good case. It's not going to be an open and shut case because the people aren't talking in Ukraine yet, but they will more and more are coming to the table uh, because they see the which way the wind is blowing. And this is a this is a battle of titans and it's a, a clash of titans. And it's it's, I think, a battle to the death in ukraine probably literally um but i this is why i'm trying to make this case next week i'm going to button it up but yesterday i said donald trump needs to stop playing defense and needs to go on the offense but they have to have they have to have a simple elevator pitch that people can understand about what this really is and then back it up and that's what i'm trying to provide next week and but I don't think it can just be Trump. No, it has Trump to be the entire. Party. No, it doesn't even have to be the GOP. It has to be everyone who believes in innocent until proven guilty. Because I can't prove that the the DNC is doing this, and the DNC can't prove that Donald Trump is doing this. But this is an issue of national security that goes way beyond the election of 2020, way beyond Donald Trump, and certainly well beyond Joe Biden. Stop looking at this did, as did just a political thing. Yet? No, I have not. Did you tape it? No, okay. I have not. 
just stay in the boundary of I will. provable fact. Yeah, because if you go out of that, then the, you can be attacked, and then if something well, happens that we don't know about. Look, there right? is, and there then, is, you know, look. Uh, you you can't I can't present a case. I will make sure that I say this is proven. This is proven. This is proven. This is what I believe they are driving towards. This is what I believe happened, and I can prove. Yeah, at the end, you can do that. Yeah. Once you once you present the facts. Right. I will just, pre- just re- reread reread the United States of Trump. It's all fact based, and just follow that outline back. That's, that's, what that's all I have to do. do. <laughs> all right. Follow the way. Okay. I've, I've guided you through how right. this is done. All right. You present facts. All right. Okay. But I, I want everybody listening <laughs> right now, and I know you have to go and, and uh, get painkillers or whatever you're on here. Um, <laughs> I want everyone to go to who are listening, all the millions of people who are listening to us right now, to understand that this is a crossroads in American history. That you have a, a corrupt media, and there's no question it's corrupt, all right, that have allied itself with a political party, the Democrats, in order to destroy a president of the United States. This has never happened before. I believe, ever. I believe, and if Bill. they are successful. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I think you're just going to make the point. Successful, yes. Our republic is gone. I was just going to say, Bill, I no believe— No one will ever be safe again. I believe if this just fades away uh, or they are successful in doing this, I do believe this is the point where we lose our, uh, our security, our liberty, our justice. All of it is gone on this particular case. I think you're right. And everybody— in the Republican Party has to understand that. And I'm telling you, if they don't help, it's they're going to lose. Because Trump can't do it by himself. Right. He can't. And it doesn't matter with you or Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh. It doesn't matter. Okay? The party has to say to the American people, enough. Enough. All right. Bill O'Reilly. We believe in due process. We believe in a brand. All right. Thank you very much. United States of Trump. uh, It's available at bookstores everywhere. Written by Bill O'Reilly. Thank you, Bill. We'll talk to you again next week. You can say you're welcome, Glenn. And he just hangs up. That's it. Jeez. You know what? (laughs) You know what? I have an X chair. Now, he said, you know, you got to go sell your pills or whatever it is that you sell. Selling you an X chair. And uh, if Bill were here, I'd, I'd. I'd show him where he could put the X chair, um, you know, and uh, that's we'll just leave it at that. Anyway, uh, X chair is a great, great chair for either your home office or your office office. Uh, patented uh, uh, dynamic variable lumbar support is what the secret is, and it has 10 different adjustments in this chair. It's just what you need for a comfortable workday. It is the next generation in office chairs. I mean, you get something more comfortable and you're just not going to leave. You're just not going to leave. Uh, that's just the way it is. Thanks to X Chairs 30 day no questions asked guarantee of satisfaction. You have zero risk. We'll all be like the fat people on Wally. Most companies can't make that kind of offer because they don't make a product that nobody ever returns. 
Join the future. Contact X Chair today. X Chair Beck B E C K dot com. It's on sale now for a hundred dollars off. Just go to X Chair dot com, or you can call eight four 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 X Chair one eight four 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 X Chair. Go to X Chair dot com right now. Use the promo code Beck. You're going to receive a free set of the new X wheels with your X Chair. It's X Chair dot com promo code Beck. John. This is the Glenn Beck program. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Welcome. So let me ask you this. I've heard you a couple times refer to this story in a certain way. And I've heard a lot of people on the right say, look, Trump didn't do anything illegal. Trump didn't do anything um, that would lead to impeachment. Um, You know, maybe it's not perfect and, you know, it's part of politics. But It's not perfect. He's a sloppy guy. However, that's what you said was... I would have done everything the same way, which is you've gone, you've gone further. And again, like you, you're not always uh, super complimentary on the president on every issue. No, and you I'm, are sometimes and sometimes you're not because I'm not making this story about Donald Trump and I'm not making it about Joe Biden. I'm making this story about what this story is really all about. The um, intelligence agencies, the State Department, mark my word, the State Department's fingers are going to be all over this. Uh, the State Department, uh, the Justice Department, um, and the Democratic Party, the DNC, the leaders, the Hillary Clintons of the world, the Tony Podestas. This is what this story is really all about. This is the deep state that says, we know what we're doing. We control these things. They planted these people firmly in Ukraine. I think, my personal opinion, is that they were using Ukraine for dirty ops. Uh, And that's what this story is about. This is about a coup of the American Republic, not just of the president trying to, you know, get him out. It's this is, I believe, the end of the republic and the beginning of an oligarchy if we do not stop this. And you're going to see that that is what Donald Trump, whether he knows it or not, is actually doing. And it is critical that it is exposed. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Boy, you want to talk to somebody who is deeply in this. The whistleblower quotes the work that our next guest has Uh, has done on this issue john solomon a very respected journalist up until recently um who has been on this for a long time and is is mentioned by the whistleblower as uh, a shill i don't think john solomon is a shill you'll have to decide we'll get the inside on new information that has just come to him uh last uh last night we should get into i mean just think of the last couple of days i mean Obviously, this is a story we've been laying the groundwork for for months, months and months and months and months. Then the two big days, the sh- both pieces, or the last three days, I guess, both big pieces of information break during the show, right? Then we have not only um, Bill O'Reilly on, who just wrote a book about the way Trump thinks, which is a really good perspective, but mm-hmm. then uh, Chris Stewart, who walks out of a hearing to come on the air with us, 
And now John Solomon, who's released all these documents, is on the air with us the day, right, you know, almost immediately after he releases them. Uh, that's a, it's been a whirlwind uh, couple days. Yeah, it has been a little crazy. Uh, and there is a special on The Blaze next week. We'll tell you about more coming up. I'm going to give you a little synopsis and thank you for being here because you are so important to get information out. If you let me just let me just tell you what has happened. The the Democrats are going for impeachment based on something that happened in Ukraine with they say with Joe Biden. It's much bigger than that as you'll understand here in a in a minute. Um but you knew about this thing with Joe Biden because you listened to this show. You had done your homework. You had heard us interview people who have been doing the investigation on this. You watched our videos on it, explaining all of this. So you were ahead by months. Then we have Bill O'Reilly on today, who has just released a new book on how Donald Trump thinks and how this affects him. Not Joe Biden, but Joe Biden's uh, work in the Ukraine and how it all ties up into the Russian investigation, which is exactly what we're talking about now. He's got that out. Yesterday, we had Chris Stewart walk out after questioning the uh, inspector general or the uh, the uh, national director of intelligence as he's being questioned. Chris Stewart is questioning him. I happen to write him during the questions, see him look down, and he gets up and he walks out of the hearing room and he calls us yesterday to tell you exactly what was going on. Today, I think the guy who has all of the keys to the kingdom, the guy who the whistleblower says is the mouthpiece for Rudy Giuliani, and he's nothing but a shill. Uh, you've heard him before, and you know his record. He's joining us in one minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Ooh, never a good time to be thinking about the future uh, and preparing for things that can come up with your life. It's never fun. But when disaster strikes, are you ready for it? If a tornado comes along, destroys your house, hurricane, earthquake, shuts down the power in your area... Well, let's say there's uh, somebody who tries to impeach the president and causes all kinds of chaos and chaos throughout the world and uh, and our financial markets collapse. Are you prepared for these things? My Patriot Supply has you and your family covered. They have revolutionized preparedness with their industry leading line of emergency food, gear and water filtration products. You're going to need these things at some point. I've started getting myself prepared. Have you? Act today and save $1,000 on a four-week emergency food package when you go to my special website, preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. These are four-week kits. They're really good. They average about 2,000 calories a day. They last up to 25 years in storage. And if you order one today, you'll receive guaranteed two-day delivery with free shipping. Give yourself peace of mind. Save 100 bucks right now at preparewithglenn.com. That's preparewithglenn.com. John Solomon, 
is an award-winning investigative journalist. He has worked for the Associated Press, the Washington Post, the Washington Times. He's the executive vice president at The Hill and is at the center of this story. Uh, John, I don't know what your day was like yesterday when you got up and watched and, and read the whistleblower report and you are named as the mouthpiece for this conspiracy theory. Yeah, it's uh, well, my name's not in there, but my reporting clearly is, and they're clearly yeah, identifying they're cr- me. And I, yes, and um, and I, I think there are some troubling questions that need to be asked, which is why is why is a reporter's factually uh, proven, factually based, fully authenticated, fully documented stories the matter of the intelligence community? Has anyone been monitoring me? Have they been looking or unmasking my calls overseas? Why is this a matter of whistleblower? I can't violate intelligence law. I'm not an intelligence officer. Uh, There is a very serious question raised here about why my reporting was thrown into a narrative that absolutely my reporting has nothing to do with intelligence law. It has nothing at all. And so it it was clearly, and ironically, this whistleblower complaint was filed in July, right around the time I began submitting questions to Joe Biden about the story that I just wrote last night. And I think that if you look yesterday, there was a coordinated assault on my reputation, all of it factually false. And I intend to eventually show the American public how false the stories in the narrative were yesterday. But uh, it can't be an accident that all this happens uh, as I'm finishing up the latest story on Joe Biden, which came out last night. And when you look at what I reported, Joe Biden's, uh, Hunter Biden's legal team, the the legal team for Burisma, working on Hunter Biden's watch when he's a board member and consultant, and according to the company, overseeing the company's legal strategy, uh, they are telling the Ukraine prosecutor's office that the information that was used to justify Joe Biden firing the chief prosecutor of Ukraine, the man investigating his son's company, was, quote, false information. Why would, why would, wait, why would Burisma do that? Why would the lawyers I don't know the answer. Yeah, we don't know the answer, right? There's all sorts of possibilities, which is they wanted the new guys to have, you know, feel good about them. They wanted the new guys to make the case go away and settle the case, which they did. You know, they settled it with a tax fine uh, at the end of uh, Barack Obama's presidency. Nobody can understand the dynamics here yet, because in Ukraine, it's a very strange world, right? Truth isn't always what it seems when you first get there, but... The, the importance for the American people is that Joe Biden has staked out a very clear story. I fired the guy. Yes, I knew my son's company was under investigation, but that's not why I fired the guy. I fired him because he was, he was uh, corrupt. Now, what I put in the record yesterday were just old-fashioned documents. They come from public releases of information from the Office of Prosecutor in Ukraine and from an affidavit filed in the Austrian court. And here's what they show. First. The man who was fired, Shokin, the man that Biden forced to be fired, the man who was investigating Hunter Biden's company, and at that moment he was fired making plans to interview Hunter Biden. That doesn't mean Hunter Biden did anything wrong, but he was about to interview Hunter Biden in the middle of the 2016 election. That would have been a big story, right? He says, I was told, and I can tell you for certainty, I was fired because I continued to investigate Burisma when Joe Biden wanted me to stop, and that's what President Poroshenko made clear to me. That's an important thing. It's under, it's under penalty of perjury. We should evaluate that. But it doesn't match Joe Biden's story. Now, here's the second thing that doesn't match Joe Biden's story. Joe Biden says it was all about the corruption. But 
the day that he fired or got that Ukraine prosecutor fired while in Ukraine, miraculously, Burisma's team is at the doorstep trying to get a meeting immediately with his replacement. If they're not related, why is Burisma so interested on the day of the firing to get to see the new guy, the acting prosecutor? And, of course, that acting prosecutor is a little busy that day getting his job in place, so he waits about a week, and then he takes the audience with Burisma. These are three American lawyers, uh, two working for a, a public relations lobbying firm known as Blue Star Strategies, and one a famous criminal defense lawyer, very accomplished uh, defense lawyer in, uh, I think it's Massachusetts or New York. They come over and they have the meeting. And in that meeting, according to the prosecutor's memo of it, summary of it, signed by the acting, or the, at that time the acting prosecutor, it says they apologized for the false information that U.S. officials had spread about the predecessor, Mr. Shokin. They knew that it was false information, and they would like to arrange a way to make this all up by bringing the, the left remaining prosecutors to Washington, getting good with the Obama administration, tell them what really went on so there's no more confusion going forward. That, that narrative, those documents, do not match Joe Biden's story. Now, maybe, maybe someone's made them up. Maybe someone, there's two different possible stories here. But Joe Biden's very clean story doesn't match any of the documents that I obtained. And, and people say, well, it's a Ukraine prosecution memo. Why should we trust it? Well, the answer is, I also have the emails of the Burisma American legal team. And the, those emails show that what, what the prosecutor's memo says is actually what those American lawyers said to the prosecutors. I actually have the invite from Burisma's American lawyer saying, hey, you guys, you got victimized. Come over to the United States. We'll hook you up with the Justice Department. You can clear the air about this false information. So these, these facts all add together, and they don't add up to Joe Biden's story. And, that, and that's why I wrote what I wrote last night. All right, so, John, um, I believe that there is, um, with an exception of this new information now, that there hasn't been anything that Joe uh, Biden or Hunter Biden was doing that was illegal. It was just grotesque, just grotesque. Do you agree with that or not? Listen, I, I think lawyers make decisions on legality. I'm not a lawyer. I'm, I'm a reporter. I can tell you what the ethics standard is for the United States, for all U.S. government officials. The standard is not only to avoid a conflict of interest, but appearance. to avoid the appearance of a conflict of interest. I think most average people would say if Joe Biden knew, which he acknowledges he did, that that prosecutor was investigating his son, he should have left it to somebody else mm -hmm. to fire that prosecutor. Why did he go out of his way to do it? And when he did it, what did he use? He used U.S. foreign aid as the hammer. If you do not fire this guy, I'm going to bankrupt your company, uh, country by withholding $1 billion. Remember, that's what Democrats just accused President Trump of doing, right? Of, of course, when the transcript came out, there was no quid pro quo linking U.S. foreign aid to a request to the Ukrainian president. But in Joe Biden's case, it is irrefutable. He linked U.S. aid to the forcing of a firing of a prosecutor that he knew was investigating his son's company. So under that standard, a lot of people will say, well, that is an appearance. Why didn't he step aside? Why didn't he let somebody else do the job? Joe Biden hasn't answered those questions yet. Do I see any criminality? I'm not a lawyer. I think we need to see more things. My, my reason for writing the stories is not to accuse someone of breaking the law or committing a crime. It's to put into the public information 
the accurate portrayal of what our U.S. government was doing overseas in Ukraine. So tell and me I, about tell yeah. me about what happened after the fire after the firing and after the New York Times pretty mm-hmm. much verifies everything that you're saying right. uh, and writes a story about Hunter Biden and they say, but there is no wrongdoing. Um, right. It's just grotesque. No wrongdoing. Um, well, let me go ahead. Yeah, there's some interesting storylines that get put out there. I right. saw some of this on MSNBC the other day, and they're simply not true. One of the favorite storylines that Joe Biden's defenders like to throw out there is at the time Joe Biden, uh, at the time Joe Biden effectuated the firing of this prosecutor, there really wasn't an open case. It had been closed in 2015. That's not true. There was a British case against Burisma's owner that was closed in, in Great Britain in 2015. But there were two open cases in Ukraine active at the very moment Joe Biden did. So that's a straw man. It's a false story. But it's getting into the narrative because the same reporters that wrote about Russia collusion are now writing about this Ukraine story. It is simply not true. Shokin's affidavit makes clear he was preparing to interview Hunter Biden. He told that to the Washington Post. He told that to ABC News. He told that to me. So that's a false storyline. When people are perpetrating that, you have to ask yourself, why are they giving the American people a false story? Why don't they just admit, yes, there was an investigation? Now, one of the most damning pieces of evidence to that narrative is that Burisma's own American lawyer, John Beretta, gave an interview when the case was all done, and he laid out the timetable, and he confirmed that one of the criminal cases, the investigations in Burisma, was closed down nine months after Joe Biden had effectuated the fine, nine months after, and that the second case was settled with a fine a few days before Barack Obama left office and turned the keys to the White House over to Donald Trump. So Burisma, own, his own lawyer, debunks uh, the, the very storyline that a lot of these media champions of Joe Biden are now putting into the American public. They're feeding the American public a false story. And that's what complicates the ability of Americans to make a good judgment on this. There is bad reporting on this. Tell me about the New York Times story that comes out and Hunter Biden and Devin Archer have a meeting at our State Department. Yes. So all we know is there's a text message that Devin Archer uh, sent to one of his business colleagues on December 10th. It's two days after the New York Times raised the question saying Joe Biden's anti-corruption fight in Ukraine is really being hampered by the appearance of his son because his son worked for this owner and this owner and this company are currently under investigation. That is December of 2015. Now, the next day, Joe, uh, honor, at that very moment that that story came out, Joe Biden was in Ukraine meeting with President Poroshenko. President Poroshenko's aides told me on the record that during that meeting, Joe Biden renewed or pressed again to get Mr. Shokin fired, something that doesn't happen for four more months. So article comes out. Joe Biden makes another request to fire the prosecutor. And then Devin Archer is talking. uh, That's the business partner of Hunter Biden. They're both on the board of Burisma. They're longtime friends. Devin Archer is somebody that has met with the vice president um, uh, during the, the time he was on Burisma's board. And Devin Archer writes a friend saying, we want to change the narrative. We just came back, meaning Hunter and him, Hunter and Devin Archer, two business partners, came back from a meeting at the State Department, and there's going to be some announcement of USAID money, meaning State Department grant money coming to us. Now, I can't find that grant, but clearly it references a meeting in in December of 2015 around the time of this negative story by the New York Times. So I have filed a FOIA request. The State Department did not comply for that, you know, to get records of that meeting. I have now sued, and I expect over the next few months that I will begin to get documents from the State Department identifying any and all contacts 
that Hunter Biden, Joe Biden. How unusual Hunter, is it? How unusual is it for for that to happen, for somebody to go into the State Department and change the narrative? Well, yeah, you know, Americans meet all the time with the State Department, particularly those Americans that, that are working overseas, right? And if you're working in Ukraine, it is a volatile area, right? Mm -hmm. You've got Russia right next door to you. There's a lot of corruption in Ukraine. In and on its face, it's not uh, necessarily unusual. It, it could be entirely appropriate. Uh, the idea that Hunter Biden and his business partner are looking for grant money from the State Department, which is the inference of this text message, that stands out. Again, it, it fulfills this or it's another piece of this narrative of Hunter Biden riding in the vapor trail of his dad's policy wagon and trying to collect. Joe Biden goes to China. He brings Hunter Biden with him. They, the Hunter Biden's firm walks back with a $1.5 billion contract. Mm. Uh, Hunt, uh, uh, Joe Biden is named the point man for Barack Obama, Ukraine. Three weeks later, he ha or a few weeks later, he goes to Ukraine and he gives he meets with the prime minister of Ukraine. This is really extraordinary. You can look at the transcript because I put it up not, re not too long ago. Joe Biden meets with the prime minister of Ukraine in uh, April of 2014, just a few weeks before Hunter's name to the board. And he says, you know what? You Ukrainians should start expanding your natural gas um, uh, production, and Americans should be here to help you. In fact, some are here right now getting that process started. Joe Biden basically lays out the idea that Americans should come and help expand uh, Ukraine's natural gas production. And what happens within three weeks? Hunter Biden is added to the board, even though he doesn't seem to have any experience in natural gas. He doesn't seem to have any long-term experience in Ukraine. Those are the sort mm. of facts that raise to the question of, did this create an appearance of a conflict of interest? Okay, John Solomon, back with him in just one minute, 60 seconds away. Uh, he has a lot more to explain. And he is uh, a guy who is deep right in the center of this. You know, not by name, but by work. They named him the whistleblower uh, as a, a real problem. I think he's just the opposite. Real Estate Agents I Trust is our sponsor. Have you ever heard of Friends and Family Fee? It's the triple F, the kiss of death. It's the price you pay for doing business with someone just because you know them. For instance, your cousin Roger, whose day job is bagging groceries, also moonlights as a real estate agent. Wouldn't it be great to have Roger sell your house? After all, he's going to do you a solid and not charge you much of a fee. Well, this is the point in the story where you should charge uh, in the opposite direction. This is why you, you're going to pay extra for his inexperience. And if you're not really paying him, uh, are you doing him any favors? Or are you doing yourself any favors? The best practices of the best real estate agents in America is what makes a great real estate agent. And that is the template at realestateagentsitrust.com. If you want someone who can help create the most value for your home, who has a long track record of success, Time to get moving. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. Break for 10 seconds, station ID. We have uh, John Solomon on. He is an award-winning investigative journalist. He has um, been at the forefront of 
really game-changing investigations. He's worked for the Washington Post, the New York Times, the Associated Press. He is now the executive vice president uh, of The Hill, and he has been instrumental on the reporting of what was going on in Ukraine. I have a theory I want to pass by you here in a few minutes, but first I want to ask you this, John. Is there is there they're trying to elude that you uh, were getting your marching orders from Rudy Giuliani? Right. That is the inference. Yeah. Any you want to comment on that? Uh, I think if people just simply looked at the public record of what I've done, you will discover that I began reporting and writing on Ukraine months before Rudy Giuliani says he ever began investigating Ukraine. I can tell you some of my early sources, because they're, they're clear now from my stories, were Democrats working for Ukrainians who were concerned about what went on inside Ukraine during the 2016 election. I can tell you that the Ukraine embassy provided me a statement that Mr. Giuliani and his team never uh, played a role in, confirming that the Democratic National Committee asked Ukraine to interfere in the 2016 election, that the Ukraine government ultimately turned down that request. I can confirm to you that I wrote a series of stories, or a story about Mr. Firtash's case, a Ukrainian, a Ukrainian oligarch that is intertwined with Joe Biden in the 2016 period. Rudy Giuliani had nothing to do with that story. It was actually driven by a Democratic lawyer. Okay. All right, John, I, I, I got to take another break. I'm going to come back. I, I, I want to go in uh, and I want to talk to you about the um, ambassador that has been fired, what that story is all about, and what, what kind of things were going on, do you believe now through your reporting, in Ukraine during 2016. How deep does this go? John Solomon. You can follow him in at J. Solomon Reports You're and The Hill. To Glenn Beck. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, <laughs> www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. Never gets old. So let's say you're interested in buying a house. Could be a good investment if you're prepared for the responsibility. Some really crazy things are going to come in 2020. But let's say you're in a position where you have enough money saved to afford the monthly mortgage payment, but not enough cash for the down payment. You want to save that for something else, a rainy day, whatever. I want you to call American Financing. If you're looking for a loan, these people are not going to pressure you. They don't have upfront fees that you have to pay. You can spend 10, uh, 10 minutes with them, and they'll be able to, to talk to you about your situation and tell you if they can help or not. They build custom loans to fit your needs, including options for as little as $1,000 down or even less than that. I want you to give American Financing a call today. Whether you're in the market to buy a home or you need to discuss the option of refining your mortgage or credit card debt, American Financing's team of experts can point you in the right direction. It may be the best 10 minutes you've ever spent. Call American Financing now, 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440, AmericanFinancing.net. Welcome to the uh, program. I'm glad you're here. We have um, we have John Solomon on from The Hill. He is a uh, award-winning investigative journalist, worked for the New York Times, the Washington Post, the Washington Times, the Associated Press. He's the executive vice president of The Hill. He has been following this Ukraine story uh, longer than I think anyone else 
and is instrumental in understanding what really was going on. He was investigating Joe Biden and all of these uh, things long before the whistleblower, uh, you know, was concerned about anything long before Rudy Giuliani was involved. Um, John, let me just clarify one. Let me go back to one question about the whistleblower and what he said. All of the evidence that is in this whistleblower's case, it all pretty much stems from your reporting because he says the timing of your stories and the meetings with Rudy Giuliani are just too coincidental. Can you tell me that um, that did you look at anything in that whistleblower and go, well, gee, wait a minute, was I? Were these stories routed my way uh, without me knowing it? Or or were you contacted? Hey, do these stories? Is there anything to that? There is not. Uh, I will tell you that uh, I choose the timing of my stories based on when I can get information confirmed through multiple sources. And one of the challenges I had for a long time was that Ukrainian officials wanted to make allegations anonymously, and I don't—I did not feel that was an appropriate way to, to tell the story. So I worked extra long and extra hard, almost a year, to get some of these um, stories written and uh, corroborated and put on the record, meaning actual documents or actual people on record. All my interviews on uh, with Ukrainian officials were videotaped. They're on the Hill TV site. You can see them. I was as transparent as I could possibly be. Every document I obtained, I tried to embed in a, in a story unless it compromised the source's identity. I have tried to be as open and honest about how I got the information, where it came from, who gave it to me. Uh, and a journalist makes his decision not because a president's lawyer or a Democratic lawyer or any other person wants it out. We make that decision when we know we have enough information to be accurate and to be fair and to be complete and transparent. And every decision I made to publish a story was made on my timetable based on my journalistic training as to what the best time was to, uh, to, to break a story, to corroborate a story, to get fair comment. And uh, I think that's one of the, the silliness of this entire um, narrative, which is, anyone who's seen my career and the stories I've broken. I've broken stories that have been big and controversial for many years. People, the Bush administration criticized me after 9-11 until I really got the story out there about what happened about 9-11. I've been an equal opportunity reporter my entire career. And I've practiced journalism the same way, whether President Trump was in office, President Clinton was in office, President Bush was in office, or President Obama. And I think that that's the hard part is watching this narrative now uh, be uh, trying to portray me as a journalist who was a shill for some from cause. The only cause I had was to get truth to the American people. All right, John, um, can you explain one part of this story that is new to me? Um, sure. And that is the the conversation between Trump and the new president of Ukraine in regards to the firing of a U.S. Uh, ambassador. Can you tell me right. her story? <coughs> Sure. So Marie Ivanovich was a Obama appointee career uh, diplomat, by all accounts, an accomplished career diplomat. And uh, she was appointed after uh, in the summer of 2016 when all of this stuff with Burisma was going on, when all of the stuff with Furtash was going on, all of these complicated 
relations were going on in Ukraine. So she comes in and then she stays on for President Trump for a couple of years. I reported uh, earlier this year that uh, two things. Uh, Prosecutor General Lusenko, now former prosecutor, but at the time the, the, the current prosecutor, gave an interview and he said, I have had problems dealing with your American ambassador because she came in almost as soon as she came in, she met with me and she went over a list of names. She did not want people to be prosecuted. And, and he backed up his story by actually giving me a letter from the embassy showing one really clear instance where the embassy actually said, you will not pursue, we don't want you to pursue a criminal case against this George Soros-funded group called ANTAC. It's, it's in bold writing. Wow. The, the State Department sent a letter to Ukraine prosecutors saying, we don't want it, we're interfering in an internal prosecution in, in a sovereign nation saying, don't prosecute these guys. So he backed up his story. And he went into great detail. Before I broke that story, I took the list of names of people he said Ambassador Ivanovich and others uh, had given him. And I went to the State Department, and State Department officials on background confirmed that some of those names were raised in conversations. And, and the United States raised concerns about Ukrainian authorities pursuing these organizations or people. And so before I ever broke that story, I got confirmation from the State Department. The story came out. The embassy issued uh, a denial, which, by the way, was in my story. The day I broke the story was in my story. So I gave the State Department side, even though on background they had confirmed some of these names had been done, and they had corroborated the letter that I possessed in my, uh, in my story, and I posted in my story. So that's the first time we knew there was a problem. I also obtained a letter from a Republican congressman to President Trump that had, was a few uh, months before uh, Prosecutor General Lusenko, the Ukrainian prosecutor, gave me my interview. In that letter, a Republican congressman who had just, I believe, returned from a trip to Ukraine said, I was overseas and there are a lot of people in Ukraine concerned that this ambassador uh, is not representing your interest. And, and, you know, the inference was that maybe she was bad-mouthing the Trump administration or the president. So there was a second concern for why uh, the president might want to remove uh, Ambassador Yovanovitch. The third um, uh, instance comes in the conversation with President Trump. And this is a remarkable thing. The brand-new president, President Zelensky, a comic and a reformer, and somebody that a lot of the world is excited uh, could possibly turn uh, a corner for Ukraine, make Ukraine less corrupt, more integrated into the, into the world community. One of the first things he thanks President Trump for is uh, for removing Ambassador Yovanovitch. And he said that she simply wouldn't recognize him and meet with him after his election, and that uh, he felt like she acted in such a way as to convey that she supported the old president whom he had defeated than rather than the rec- recognize the new elected leader of Ukraine. Those are the typical grounds for which an ambassador can be recalled. Ambassador Yovanovitch may not have done anything wrong, but when the country you're in no longer feels comfortable dealing with you, that is a legitimate grounds for recalling an ambassador and substituting someone else because we need to have a functional relationship with our allies. That is why that happened. And, and I think uh, you look, there are several stories today attacking me um, uh, for, for uh, writing that story about Ambassador Yovanovitch. I think President Zelensky's comments in the transcript validate why I wrote the story. Yeah. yeah. All right. The whole so, country was worried about her. So, John, I'm going to take a quick break and I want to come back. Sure. And I, I, wanna, I want you to zoom out uh, if you can. I, I, I think I understand what's really going on. 
Um, but I would like your guidance and, you know, is, is this is this in the ballpark? Uh, and and if if I'm right, I am we are facing something that I'm not sure America has faced before. Um, this is a an epic battle that is about to be uh, unleashed, and it really has very little to do with what the press is saying. And I'll explain that and, and get your thoughts on that. When we return with John Solomon, you can follow him at J. Solomon Reports, executive vice president of The Hill, investigative journalist, uh, and not anyone's shill, as I think you can hear. Uh, all right. Simply safe. If you, uh, you know, if you've got a bunch of stuff in your house that you don't mind somebody going in and putting their paws on and, you know, stealing, then you, you don't need Simply Safe. If you're like me and you're like, hey, uh, you know, I've, I've worked a long time for all this stuff and I'm kind of partial to it and I don't want people breaking into my house, then Simply Safe is something that you should have and you should use. And you don't have a contract, you don't have any wires, there's no strings attached. It's $15 a month for the monthly uh, uh, monitoring of 24-7. You can cancel it next month. There's, there's nothing that locks you in. You own the system. And they now have video verification technology. They're the only ones that offer this to the average citizen. It reduces the time of the police getting your house from 45 minutes to 7 minutes if there's a break-in. That can save your life. So... Go now. You'll get the free HD security camera. That's a $100 value. You get that for free when you order your system at simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafebeck.com. Do it now. This is the Glenn Beck Program. John Solomon is here. I, uh, John, I... Um, I don't know if this is a blessing or curse, but um, I I look at things big picture. I'm not good at the small little details. If I look at puzzle pieces, I'm trying to figure out what does this mean if you fit them all together? What does the picture show us? And I want to run this by you to see if I'm on the right on the right track. Um, I think in the end, what we may be looking at is that the Obama administration, the U.S. State Department through his administration, and the DNC thought they kind of had Ukraine all locked down. And there were people enriching themselves uh, through really shady deals like Biden. Um, but the DNC was using it through, I think, NGOs to further their goals in a deep state sort of way. Um, also had unofficial challenges to maybe get some of the dirty work done uh, and some of the connections that nobody wanted anybody to have to find things like, you know, Donald Trump is one example of that. Uh, and Biden is a small part of this. Biden is really not the thing they're protecting. What they're protecting is something really dirty was happening with Intel justice uh, and state in Ukraine. And they're really protecting this and that's why the Democrats are freaking out so much and know they have to discredit this story. Am I on the right track yeah. at all? That's a, that's a great question. Let me tell you something. The very first time I entered into reporting in Ukraine, which was in the spring of 2018, so well over a year and a half ago, 
I met with a Ukrainian official who uh, had uh, been highly recommended by uh, some of my U.S. intelligence sources. And I said to listen, we're, we're, we're winding down the Russia thing. I'm pretty sure I know what happened on Russia, right? It was a political dirty trick. There never was collusion. And I think that's going to be the outcome of the Mueller report. I had good sources inside the Mueller team. And I, I was pretty much certain by that time that Russia and the guy looked at me straight out and he said, Ukraine is the Democrats, Russia. And I said, I'm sorry, what do you mean by that? Well, if if the story of, of Trump and Russia colluding were true, the Democrats' problem is Ukraine. They have this complicated relationship in Ukraine that yep. involves pressuring the Ukrainian embassy. And then you've got George Soros, a mega donor, who plays a very big role in Ukraine through his NGOs. You've got Joe Biden being the point person, Hunter Biden making money in the country. Dem uh, uh, Ukraine may have been both a piggy bank and a political dirty tricks arena for the Democrats in the way that Donald Trump was portrayed with playing with uh, Russia. I thought that to be a very uh, enlightened comment. And, and I think the more we put uh, facts together, that storyline seems to be unfolding. We have a lot more that needs to be done. I think there are things that Senate and the State Department and the United States government can do to give us more visibility on this. But something was going on in Ukraine, and I'm not the only one who has said so. The New York Times, the ABC News, Politico have all written very compelling stories raising questions about the Democrats' conduct in Ukraine and our own U.S. government's conduct in Ukraine. And I think that uh, that may be the real story here. The Democrats may not want people poking in their dirty laundry inside Kiev. I, I feel strongly that uh, that is the right track. Now, if that is, there is more than just money at stake. You are dealing with some of the nastiest uh, people, uh, George Soros being one of them, uh, that have all kinds of strings. You said it when you first got on. Was, was the intel agency listening to my phone calls? Are they tracking me? What are they doing? I mean, it puts this story... Uh, becomes extraordinarily dangerous. This puts you into the position of Woodward and Bernstein. Yeah, I would never put myself in that category. Those were two reporters that broke an epic story. Listen, you're only as good as your next story, and I, we need to just keep digging. And all of our all reporters, myself included, should learn the lesson of Russia, which is presuming people are guilty before you have the facts is a bad idea. The media harmed its credibility by convicting Trump before they knew what happened. We shouldn't convict Hunter Biden or no, Joe Biden or anyone. I agree. We should get the facts. The fact that people are holding back these facts does raise questions. What is there to hide there? Let's all dig in and find out. But the, the problem is there's another narrative that is being spun by the press and that will dismiss the real that that will lead to you know we've seen it with clinton we saw it with russia we see it all we over and over again people are just get they get they're done with it by the time you get to the real thing um they're done with it and the media is is running this other story that is flat out true and if this if i say if this other is true it is going to blow the lid off of a lot of places and dramatically clean this country up. Well, I've always believed transparency is the best solution for the country. It is, in our times of greatest crisis, being transparent and being honest has been the way that our country has gotten past 
controversy, crisis, impeachment, all the different things that have happened in our great history. I think we will get transparency. I think the lawsuit I'm fighting in the State Department, I think some things that Senators Grassley and Johnson are doing, I think some things that Dmitry Firtash's lawyers in Europe are doing, the Ukrainian oligarch mm-hmm. who got crossways with Obama. We're going to learn a lot. And the key for me is not to overreact to all of these silly attacks. Just go back and get another good story. Keep reporting it out. That's what I'm going to do, and I know you will do that, too. John, thank you so much. John Solomon from uh, from The Hill. Uh, I think a a real one of the last really great reporters that is not looking at things emotionally and just going for the facts. You can follow him at J Solomon reports. You're listening to Glenn Beck.